What's up? Welcome to Talking About Life. It is 9 o'clock. We're lying. It's 9.01. We, we had delays. But it's it, for all intents and purposes, it's 9 o'clock. Uh, we got Chris here co-hosting, and we have Dylan the Coder on the show. We're going to interview and find a little bit more about. Dylan, what's going on? Can you can you hear us okay? Hey, I, yeah, just uh, it just... Stop! It, it just stopped being glitchy for me. I'm 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 good to go now. Perfect. Right, right on time. Right on cue to uh, get you on stage here. Am I am I saying your name correctly? Yeah, man. Yeah, Dylan. And and by the way, let me start out by just like thanking you for the opportunity to come on, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, our pleasure, dude. We're just uh, you know we're kind of starting out as a podcast here. Um, we've been going through some co-hosts. This is actually Chris's first time co-hosting. So, you know, welcome, Chris. Congrats on your first co-hosting round. Hopefully we make it, uh, the distance and we go 111 years. Uh, that'd be fantastic. You know, if not, thanks for being on this episode. Um, you know, and we're, we're getting the shit done. Uh, you know, cause it's, it's not about, uh, you know, it's not about giving up or having things perfect. You know, it's about figuring them out along the way. Absolutely. Listen, Ian, thank you for having me. Uh, Dylan, again, thank you for taking the time out of your evening or day, wherever you may be in the world, right? You never know what time difference is. But happy to have you here. Happy to have the opportunity to connect with you and learn a little bit about you and what you got going on in your life. Yeah, actually, that's a good segue. Dylan, if you want to just kind of open up with kind of where you're at and then, you know, kind of who you are um, for the audience here. Yeah, Chris, I think he's in like Australia or something like Australian time. It's like oh, it's wow. like Thursday at like 1 p.m., I think, for him. But uh, Dylan, I'll let you take it away here. But you think it's Thursday for me right now? Is it? What did you? Was it? Was dude, it Thursday, I, dude, I, oh, no, no, man, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm in Florida, Florida dog. That was, that was the guest. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the dude who's coming on next week. Yeah, there's a dude who hit me up. Yeah, fuck it. My bad. There's a dude who's coming on next week who, when it's when it's nine here for him, it's one p.m. Thursday for him in Australia. My bad, Dylan. I'm I'm sorry. I'm getting no, my dude, shit back. I only have two guests. I mixed them up already. Yo, Dylan, (laughs) Dylan, Dylan, just so you know, this is actually Ian's first time being a co-host. It is not, but (laughs) I think Dylan listened to the other episode, so he knows. But uh, all right. Anyway, sorry. So you're in Florida. So, okay. Anyway, so forget that whole other thing because I'm fucked up. Um, But yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, just, Just give us a quick little intro, who you are. You know, you're a coder. You're a guitar player. You're a positive uh, person and thinker. Um, But, you know, how would you phrase it? Who are you? Mm, you know, I've never really been good at answering those questions. Um, yeah, I do. I definitely write code. I love doing that. Um, I love writing music. I'm just like a creative type in general. Um, and to, you know, make it a little more relevant for the audience, you know, and, and this is the truth is like my, my life is sort of like consumed right now by web three. And, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, they say don't put all your eggs in one basket, but I'm kind of like doing that for Web3 right now. I just think that in 20 years, it's going to pay off so much. So um, everything in my life right now sort of revolves around that from music to, you know, games that I'm building and, and codes that I'm writing and all of this is it's just sort of all in, push the chips all in on Web3 right now. Dylan, that's awesome. If you don't mind me asking, just for the audience that may not know what Web3 is as it pertains to like game development, music, or the things that you're working on, what exactly is that? Um, well, I think the oversimplification of Web3 is um, true digital ownership. 
uh, at least that's what it means to me is, you know, and, and transparency, right? So, okay, you know, everything on the blockchain is like super transparent. Every transaction that's ever happened on Ethereum ever, 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 you, the, the layman can go and look at all of this. Um, so even though, you know, scams are pretty prevalent right now, I don't think it's going to be like that in 20 years because we can see where all of these people who rug, like we can see where, the, you know, the money goes to their wallet. Like it's so like the, it, it's the truth, you know, <laughs> like you can't hide it on the blockchain. And the other thing that it enables is uh, true digital ownership. So, you know, when you it's specific, I think it's going to be really big for gaming, right? Like it's, it's cool to have tokens and like utility passes. And, um, but I think gaming is going to really sort of be the massive thing that kind of, uh, you know, they call it mass adoption. I think that gaming is what's going to drive that because when people start to understand that, I don't play Fortnite, but I guess skins are a big thing on Fortnite. It's like, okay, well, what if I told you you <laughs> yeah, could own that and then resell you, it when you're you done? See all these, you see all these kids, right, that like want to be dressed up as Black Panther or Thor, and it's almost like kind of like being something that they're not, but they feel invested into that, and the future is going that way a little bit, cosmetically, right? I Yeah, I think it is, and I, I don't think people are really like considering the impact that um, I, I mean, I mean, people in general, I think people in Web3 probably understand, but I don't think that people really understand, like, you know, when AR technology becomes more prevalent, when we're all walking, when what's the next smartphone, right? Like, that sounds crazy. Like, it's unfathomable. Hold on. Let me ask you this on the on the coding mm -hmm. side, right? So you're Dylan the coder, right? I know nothing about yeah. coding. I know Chris probably also knows similar to me we don't know so much about coding we're not coders ourselves um on the coding side so like what sort of coding do you do like does the coding you do integrate into the web3 aspect like um you know can you write smart contracts are you you know coding on the blockchain so to speak um you know are you going to build uh games that integrate with nfts are you a web2 coder that's kind of you know getting your feet wet in web3 like where does where does the coding tie in yeah um <clears throat> So my background, I mostly learned how to code for doing um, it, 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 basically AI. So it's like it's technically more like on the machine learning side of things. So I love doing like predictive models. and. Wait, you're, so you're going to do um, like an iRobot, but better? That's the end goal. But I think that we're much farther <laughs> from that than we are from, <laughs> from Web3. Okay. So part of me definitely kind of wishes that I, I kind of could go back a little bit and start out with uh, solidity. I'm just now like I can do basic smart contracts, like which frankly, a, a lot more people could probably do basic smart contracts than I think somebody with very little coding experience could do basic smart contracts. But um, I am learning a little bit more on the advanced side right now. I have some ideas that I want to play around with. Uh, for like more advanced smart contracts that uh, uh, I don't think anybody's really doing right now. And I, I really would like to experiment with that. But my, to answer what, your what question, do you my background do? is like, actually. Or keep going. Go ahead. Sorry. 
No, it's okay. Um, that would be a lot, right? So I'm working on a project <laughs> with my friend Musty, and we are uh, that's Musty Magic. Musty, NFT. let's go, Musty. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic guy, one of the best uh, comic artists I've ever seen, and um, fortunately for all of us, you know. <laughs> So fortunately for all of us, you know, Web3 people, he's um, hanging out with us now and, and creating and um, we sort of we're, we're cooking up something. Um, and I'm not trying I'm not trying to be one of those projects that like, hey, I don't want to sell it. It's, I don't know how to sell the fuck it. out of it, bro. You're the guest on this show right now, bro. If you want to sell it, fucking sell it, bro. This is the time. This is the place. You know, this is the moment. Well, and, and so that the problem is, is that I it's still so much in the if that project is still so much in the infancy phase that I can't really I could tell you like sort of the spirit behind it but I couldn't like sell the specific that project's probably like a year I get it bro you don't want to wake a sleeping infant yeah Yeah. pretty much man now on the flip side I already I don't know you know if you guys know too much about me but I do have a project called Sage Saga that we did um okay. and that's something else yeah, that I'm, I'm gonna on. say when you say sage saga it does give me some like back to 1990s vibes and maybe i'm giving away my age here but reminds me of sega and i'm a big supersonic fan so i just want to give you a kudos for the saga there yeah dude it's 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 supposed to definitely bring out some nostalgia man it's um it's, Chris, that was Sega, by the way, not that was in Saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did I did I say Saga twice without saying Sega at all? Oh wait, you you know they're two. Di- I thought you thought they were both the same. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at hey, sorry. Uh, sorry, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Again, I apologize. Uh, my friend Ian over here. This is first time being a co-host, but totally you can continue. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is my first time being a guest, really. So I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Well, welcome. That's welcome the right to the way party. to do it, in my opinion, strongly. So I, you could you <laughs> could continue your um, saga. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, we did. You know, so like, and this isn't. I'm. I don't really. Honestly, dude, I don't have anything to shill right now. I don't because we sold out Sage Saga, and um, right now we're just kind of like in the building phase, and. Um, you know, we don't have plans to like sell any more NFTs for a while because it's just such a bear. And I'm just like, it's a bad time to sell NFTs. You know, now's the time to build, I think so. But I feel much more comfortable talking about Sage Saga if we're going to like get into the weeds about um, what I'm actually like building in Web3. Yeah, bro. I want to I want to get into, you know, whatever you're passionate about talking about, whatever is going to bring you know, the fire into your heart, the light into your eyes, you know, the uh, the boom into your vocal cords, so to speak, you know? So, you know, if you want to, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to, I guess, figure out, like, what you're most passionate about. You know, I know you're Dylan the Coder. Um, I'm kind of interested in your guitar videos. I, I think those are cool. I've been listening <laughs> to some of your music. I don't know if you want to talk about, you know, if that has any tie-in um, or if you're kind of more interested in the Web3. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely happy to take it wherever you want to go, whatever you want to talk about. Um, but yeah, no, dude, the, Chaga, the guitar, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, if, you, if you're as interested in the other thing as guitar, I, I would love for you to tell us, you know, what, what inspired you to pick guitar? You know, where do you come up with these lyrics? Like, you know, what, where's that creativity coming from? Are you going to tie that into a game or an NFT? You know, that's kind of what I'm wondering. So, um, 
music was like my first real passion. Um, I picked up the guitar. I got serious with it around sixth grade, and I'm like 29 now, something like that. Um, I'm I'm getting to that point where I don't want to know how old I am anymore. <laughs> I'm 31. Like so if you don't want to know that at 29. I don't I don't know if I should know, but <laughs> I already revealed my age. Um, I'm talking about Sonic the Hedgehog and Sega Genesis. Well, dude, I grew up on that, so we're probably the same age. I mean, I grew I'm... up on on the OG Sonic. Okay, okay. We'll 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 circle back after you address Ian's question. I'll I'll have some gaming questions in for you and I'll put a list. Hell yeah, a, a little test for you. <laughs> All right. No, I sucked at it, dude. I don't know if I ever got past level three, but I played the shit out of the first two levels, bro. Um, Listen, but... as long as you, as long as long as you collect a ring, you don't die. That's the only thing you gotta know about Sonic. Well, see, that information probably would have been useful back in the day, man, because I just was like <laughs> jumping into that damn lava pit like crazy. Yeah, uh, so, so, but, but yeah, tell us about the uh, the music side of things. I'm like, wh- yeah, how that relates to whether it's NFTs, cryptocurrency, web chain, uh, the whole you know music industry, what your vision looks like. Curious to hear about that, or even what inspired you. Well, yeah, so so I've been playing guitar since like the sixth grade, and um, the kind of music I play, it kind of sucks to. Like, you kind of have to have a band, right? And I don't sing. I just play the guitar. Um, okay. So I've sort of, I've, I've been off and on as far as, like, actually producing music. But um, I always sort of, like, jam on the couch and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm sure that we can all relate on this. Like, Gary is, like, one of the top three influences in my life. And just recently, like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm writing this new song. I think it's dope. People are probably going to shit on it, but what would Gary say? Gary would say to post the shit. So I posted the shit and actually people like really liked it. And that surprised me because it was just like a picture of me in like a dirty white t-shirt and like a beard that hadn't been groomed in like three weeks. I mean, I was <laughs> scruffy, dude. I was... I was rough in that video and people like, I mean, for me, it hit like double the, my normal amount of like engagement. And I was like, wow, this, I can't believe people actually like this shit. Maybe I should keep posting. Um, and I do have plans. Bro, that's to crazy, but you're talking about three. what you were wearing, but what was the song about? Uh, I mean, it's just a, it's just some cool guitar riffs, man. I don't have any like lyrics. You know, bro, because I mean, oh, it was riff. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you're saying it's about how you look. Like, I mean, you know, lyrics or not, I, I mean, I'm sure it's about how it sounded, bro. Like, who gives a fuck, you know, what you look like if you're fucking shredded? You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. And you know what? That's that's honestly, like, everybody has sort of had that. Um, like, I, it's, so it's, it's helped me to get over that self-consciousness a little bit, right? Because in my mind, it is about, like, it, well, it was about what I was wearing. I posted and all people are talking about is the music. And I'm like, wow, like this is like a sort of a switch kind of clicked in my brain. I was like, I could have been doing this the whole time and just not worrying about what other people think. Cause yeah, bro, I was frankly, some thing. people I'm are like, going to like it over here. That's your first go to you. I'm like, yeah. So, so what was uh, the song about? You're like, so there I am in a wife beater. I'm like, that's what the song is about. <laughs> You're like, no, it doesn't have lyrics. I'm just, 
I'm just setting the stage. I'm like, no, wait, what? Like, no, that has nothing to <laughs> – you, you got to just listen to the notes, bro. It's about the notes. It's about the riffs. Like, you know, I expected you to be like, oh, it's like a punk rock riff. It's got like a country vibe. You're talking about your damn wife beater. I'm like, bro, this guy is, this guy is thinking of uh, – you know, this guy's thinking of looks. I'm looking at sounds, though. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, – I think that it's, it's really hard, like uh, – <sighs> I don't want to say for introverts, but I'm like an extreme introvert. Like I've, I'm, I'm like borderline social anxiety. So, you know, and that's no excuse not to post. I'm not saying that, but, um, you know, it, it was like sort of a hump of like anything that I post, I'm like, Oh, the house is too dirty. Like, are my clothes clean enough? Like whatever. And then like, you just got to yeah. get over that in my post, especially when you got like friends around, like I'm lucky enough to be plugged into the be friends community. And I mean, I couldn't imagine a more supportive community of people just like, fuck what you look like. This is, you know, like we're trying to get to the soul of the matter. We're trying to get to the heart of the matter and show you love for who you really are. I, I totally agree with that. And Dylan, I could, I could say, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to reveal the Instagram account that it's actually posted on, but, I lost a high school bet and I had to learn how to dance battle somebody from the hip hop team in high school. And I remember recording myself and putting my videos out on YouTube and I was getting like 200, 300 views. And even to this day, I look back and I'm like, man, like those jeans didn't fit. The arrow pastel hoodie. What was I thinking? I was doing this in the <laughs> dining room of my parents home. Like what kind of background is that? But at the end of the day, you know, you, you get some comments, you get some positive feedback, and it helps you mo- be motivated moving forward, right? Um, you know, keeps you on track to say, you know what? If I if I touch somebody, even anybody, at least it goes a long way. You touched me. I don't know if I could talk <laughs> on the podcast, but you did touch I, me. Um, I never, I never, I never touched Ian other than a hug. Well, no, you touched okay. my soul, but I mean that's a deeper touch. <laughs> that's a really deep touch, man. I'm, I'm not even kidding, bro. Like, like there are songs that I hear them, and like Chris is talking about. You, you know, you guys, it's it's funny. I mean, it's it's the imposter syndrome, right? You start making contact. I I have it too. It's like, am I a fucking podcast host? Not according to Chris, but you know, in the mirror, I would say yes. But um, you know, it's like there's there's you know, you guys are like, oh, I didn't look like this, and there's dirt in the back, bro. There's songs that come on to this day, and I I hear them, and I just I just picture Chris dancing, bro, to the song. Like I just think of how he killed it in the video. Like I don't know what's in his fucking background, bro. I don't know what shoes he's wearing. I just know he's moving his body like a fucking snake or a piece of linguine or something in ways that my legs. <laughs> I don't know if they'll fucking go if I command them or not. And I'm impressed. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm seeing. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Well, see, that's and I think that a lot of people honestly are I think that the the world is starting to go in more of that direction. Like, I don't think that people really like and there there are people that are going to shit on you regardless. But I just feel like when I grew up, like everybody was shitting on everybody. And so I didn't I didn't have social media for like the longest time. And this, you know, this Twitter account was the first social media that i started back up like of all the social medias right and it was like i think i did this in like 2020 like late 2020 maybe and i was like wow people aren't like really shitting on each other out here unless you like if you get get into like the political side of twitter it's (laughs) shitting on people but uh no matter what side you're on right it's just like that's just full-time shit on people 
But it doesn't honestly, if you have an if you have an opinion on Twitter, you're going to get shit on. You you're better off just commenting like with a thumbs up and just being like, all right. Yeah, I'm if out. it's a political opinion, or yeah, you're right. Most opinions, you might. <laughs> if you have a Dude, most opinion, because you... here's the thing: it's like people will make it political if it's not political, right? Like it doesn't matter. Like if you got an opinion about NFT royalties, like it, it's you know somebody's gonna like take it like personally as though it was political. Yeah, 100%. Ian ran into that one time. The whole uh, LeBron James and Kanye West for president thing uh, didn't work out so well for Ian. Yeah, that was a wild uh, debate. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to discuss that. But... <laughs> oh, just throwing a curveball his way, just to throw him off. Ultimate, ultimately, I thought neither were strong presidential uh, candidates, and that that was not an agreeable opinion in the group that I was in at the time. But. <laughs> I'd I'd prefer Lindsay Lohan if I'm going out on a limb for a president. No, I'm joking. Yeah, none of them. None of them. <laughs> I would vote for Lindsay. She's been through it, man. I would like vote for she the dude, voter over all three of those personally. Bro, you made a mistake then because I would not make a good president. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. I make decisions that bring me to lessons that I will later learn. Um, so I made a decision, and we'll we'll learn from that. You know, that's how I see it. <laughs> bro you ain't you ain't gonna be dude uh if if that would be, uh, i don't know man it's <laughs> dude me as president Look, if I, didn't we, I would you, drive... it was gonna be someone else like you so i i gotta learn somehow i might as well get started now yeah i'm just saying Lindsay for president man that's that's the first time i've ever heard that shit and i might make t-shirts now do we can we look forward to a song maybe I mean that that would be fucking hot, bro. If we get off this podcast and you just fucking fired up the guitar and just fucking slammed out a Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan for president song. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Like in the current climate, like, do you think like I wonder what people would be like? What is the reference for this? They, people would feel like they missed something. People would get instant FOMO. They'd be like, "Is this a meme? Is this is there an NFT project around this? Where how do I how do I mint my Lindsay's?" I could write a song and then like name it Lindsay for Prez or something like that. And like we maybe try to get a hashtag trending. That'd I mean, bro, fun. right now, like, what are our choices? Uh, Trump, Biden, and Lindsay Lohan. Like, bro, as sad yes. as it is, Lindsay's got my vote out of those <laughs> three. I mean, I just I've seen too much of the. I want something new. Hey, man. Yeah, I got dude. I I don't want to get political, but I would just say this: I would vote for a fucking like a damn guinea pig over what we got right now so any any of the candidates that i know running i'm i'm ready for a change too fuck 100 percent, bro but i'm um, sorry we did kind of cut you off we derailed just to kind of reset the room um we got somebody listener in here uh did you request looks like somebody requested no false way wait chris 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 uh looks like he got knocked off Oh, Chris that's by the way, that's my friend. That's my friend Kim down there. She's she's like, I couldn't imagine a better friend, a better like, a better Web three friend. Definitely not a better friend. Period. Either she's she's the best. Shout out Kim. So well, yeah. If she wants to come up, we can invite her up. Let me see. I did not realize Chris came off. Chris, are you back in here? I heard a little blip. I think he's coming back up. 
Dude, sometimes right, these faces, you know, sometimes they do like really, really well, and then sometimes it's like, I don't know, man. They're crazy sometimes. Yeah, bro. Sometimes they just rug out or fucking connection drops. I mean, they're still a pretty uh, sweet vehicle. Okay, yeah, he got off here. All right, yeah. So if you want, you I'll, we'll let you get back on. He he just texted me. He's gonna like turn all this on, turn it back on. But um, yeah, we have interrupted you a little bit. So you know, tell me more. You know, so you said so the guitar thing is what? It, it's more like a hobby kind of thing. You you do think you might weave it into um like an NFT project? Or sorry, go on with that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call it an NFT project. My thesis for uh, Web3 music is pretty simple. Um, and I've had this thesis for a while, but I've I've been too busy to sort of like pursue it. And I would be lying if I said there wasn't a little bit of self-consciousness to uh, sort of keeping me from it. But long story short, like my thesis for really the future of music is Web3, I think. It's it's you post online for free you show your chops, you build an audience. And once you build an audience for free, and obviously like the more that you can like invest in getting like better equipment, better cameras, better lighting, just a better situation. And uh, really like build up your reputation as an artist online for free. Um, then what you can do is do an NFT project uh, I don't want to call it a project, but then you do basically tokens. Um, you know, hey, we need X amount to get this kind of, you know, make a list. Like, we're going to buy this, 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 and this. You know, we're going to buy this such and such an interface, which costs this amount. The total amount that we make off the NFTs is going exactly to this. So you can see it. And like I said, the transparency, you can confirm it on the blockchain. Um, you know, and basically then use that token to give your holders back a percentage of all the money that you make off of your music. So it, it turns into a passive income token. Um, and that way, the so what artists... do you think? So you think you'd start with what? Start with like a CD or like just start putting out songs one by one? Well, right now, I'm, do you have music up? Know, I didn't I'm, see any links directly. I don't know if that's on me or if you don't have them up. But do you have links like anything to music? No, I don't have now? like. I've no, 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 dude. Literally, like I have like twenty songs written. Um, but it's all just guitar, and I, I, I have a drummer that I jam with, but, um, he's very flaky a little bit. So like, God bless him, but he's also like a drummers are just kind of flaky in general, in my experience, and. Um, so I've, I've never like actually sat down and recorded a song. Now my co-founder in, um, you know, the, the company that we use to produce NFT projects is a hound H O W N D. He has a shit ton of stuff on Spotify and he's fantastic. Now he's not metal like me. He's like, like a John Mayer sort of laid back, almost like a bluesy feel, but I personally love it. I think he's extremely talented. So you can check his stuff out. Me, I don't have anything other than like the shitty videos that you're seeing with me, like on my couch, you know, with my iPhone, just recording out of a $300 amp, you know? Yeah, hundred percent, bro. What, 
So what um if I heard that right, so what is stopping you then? It's it's you feel like it needs more editing, it needs lyrics, like because if you have twenty recorded already, then even if you know your drummer is in and out, I mean, did you not record the drum, you know, portion of those tracks? You gotta edit that together or what? Or it's just like, you know, what is it? Yeah, what is it? Well, no, I don't have twenty recorded. I have twenty songs written. Um which is it sounds like a lot, but I mean, the only th- like it's enough for a CD for sure. I mean, I've had CDs with twelve songs, I think. Yeah, I mean, it would be enough for like a full album. Um, the The problem is that, and I don't say this like out of arrogance. It's just like the songs that I write are like really technical, so I can't. I have very. I have a very, very hard time finding a drum. Like a drummer is the most important part. I could get away even without a singer and I could do the bass tracks myself. I I have extreme problems finding a drummer who is able to keep up and solid enough to like show up for like rehearsals and like, oh, you want to get in the studio? Like there's a multiple times in the past where I had like put aside like, Oh, here's $800. Let's get into the studio. Let's do a couple songs and you know, let's get them done. Right. And then somebody will like flake on the money or like, you know, they don't show up on time for the recording and it's like, everything falls apart. Um, so I wouldn't say that anything is necessarily stopping me anymore. Like right now I'm just in that phase with the music of, of, Hey, let me just share some of the riffs that I have written and see what people think. And if people keep showing me love, I'm going to keep posting those, those little riffs and, you know, the songs that I have. And, um, you know, hopefully over time, you know, bring a few more people in that think it's, that's thing. It's cool. And from there, then we can start to, once I build up an audience for the music and it makes sense, we're not in a bear market then I'll be like, hey, maybe we can do this NFT project. We'll list out exactly what we need to do a full studio. And then, um, you know, like I said, the royalties not only off of, I guess not even off of what I make, but really what I would like to do is to... Wait, so say that again. I was was following along. So real quick. So the thing that's actually stopping you is because of how technical the music is, it's the editing to get it to load it up, if I heard that correctly? No, it's, 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 I I mean, I don't have a drummer that can like play. (laughs) Like, I know that that sounds like he's not, he's not ready to keep up with it. It's not, it's not just that he's like not available sometimes. He literally just like, you need a better drummer, not like not even to insult your friend or whatever, but you need someone, you either need him to get a little bit faster or whatever it is, or someone to be, what is it faster or more on point or more meticulous with it? Uh, it well, it's the opposite actually. Like he's good enough, but he's too flaky to show up when I need him to, right? So I even need, but like, like okay, I even and need... you want to, le- and you want to release it all at one time. Like, like I'm guess I'm thinking like, bro, because I'm just trying to help. Like, if I can inspire you, push you, nudge you, help you, you know what I mean? Whatever. Like, keep the positivity like going and flowing here, and just kind of brainstorm, right? Like, like I'm just trying to think like you know, what's, what's the next move? Is it, is it, do we, you know, do we put out a tweet looking for a drummer and try to see if we can get a drummer in the space here? Cause there's gotta be one on, you know, Twitter somewhere. Um, do you just take him? And even though he kind of is flaky, right. Do you, do you start doing like song one and then maybe you upload it song by song kind of thing. And then it's like, people have something to look forward to and maybe, you know, maybe you don't put a set date until it's fully recorded for the release or, you know what I mean? bro? I'm just trying to give you ideas here. Cause I, I hate to see someone, 
you know, a creator such as myself, because I've been there, right? It's analysis paralysis is what a lot of people call it. And you kind of have an idea. You had a lot of the pieces together, um, but you're stuck. You're like, you're at some sort of obstacle. So, you know, I kind of take uh, pride and passion and pleasure. And if I can to kind of, you know, help, help people help each other, have people help me get over these types of obstacles. Yeah, definitely, dude. Um, the, the tweeting about a drummer is something that I'm, um, I'm just trying to time that right a little bit because the, see, so the good thing for me, so is I should not share this space and say, Hey, we're looking for a drummer. Drummers pop in. No, no. Pop. If you want to go ahead and do that, that's you can yeah, but, like, by all means, I'm not trying to keep it a secret. Um, I, I, I don't want to like for me, cause I feel like right now, um, it might fall on deaf ears a little bit and I don't want to tweet it out like 30 fucking times myself. Um, but the good thing is, is that, and, and by the way, if you look at Kim's PFP, it's, we're plugged into the death bats community as well, which is, um, Avenged Sevenfold's project. There's a lot of really fantastic musicians in there. And let me ask you a question. Sorry, I'm keep cutting you off, but why would you not want to put it out? Um, 30 times to yourself um i mean just for me i tend to like if i see something like super repetitive uh i don't want to say it like that it's just like i'm trying to think about the people on the other end um it, it wouldn't add a lot of value i think like me just tweeting that like 30 times um i'd rather like build up the my 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 chops a little bit and sort of get that reputation of like, Oh, he's like posting a lot of me. Have you seen this guy? And sort of get that word of mouth. It's a a chicken and egg kind of thing. No, because how do you, how do you build yourself up without the drummer? You know, cause that's, that's what I'm, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to get you to think, you know, through this. Cause it sounds like, you know, you don't want to post until you have the drummer, but you don't want to ask for the drummer until you have something to post. It sounds like a catch 22. No. I mean, yeah, in a way, um, I've got a shit ton of stuff that I can post and I'm not like surprisingly, I've, I've been like delightfully surprised by how many people have been liking it without a drummer. And so I'm still sort of like riding that high. And I think that I can ride that high for, you know, through the end of the year, probably even a little bit longer, just posting like my own stuff, just me on the couch. And hopefully nobody gets sick of that format for a while, but you know, um, yeah, like I've never like shared my music with this wide of an audience before. Usually it's just like with, you know, the people that come over to my house or something and like we're making drinks. Like I, I didn't know you play guitar and I show up my stuff and they're like, well, that's really cool. I never like really posted it like this. Um, so it's not that I'm like lacking much right now. Like, obvi- I would love to get into the studio right now, but I have no rush to get in there. Um, I have no rush to like get my music like recorded. Like, I really like. I don't that know. Kills if you me, the space bro. I need other... you to rush. I'm dying to hear it. I'm 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 on the well... edge of my seat. <laughs> and and not Russian. and i, mean, I, I love get that it. it's, too, a, right? it's a good life perspective but like i'm hungry over here bro i'm craving i'm craving these tunes hey and i dude i appreciate that and that's like super encouraging at the same time and and by the way let me just say this i don't know what the hell i'm talking about i could be completely wrong with with this idea here but um i think this shit's about to get pretty bad for probably like the next six months to a year um 
And so I'm not like in a rush right now. I'm not in a rush to do anything other than, uh, and I don't even know if I would call it a rush. Like I've slowed down on almost everything and just like leaned into like, now is the time to like, like sand off those edges a little bit. And, um, you know, six months, not even six months, probably even like three months ago, I was in like an extreme rush to, uh, build and deliver immediate utility for sage saga holders and i found that when i rushed my creativity as a whole suffered um and we've got really good holders that actually believe in me and believe in the team and um so i found that since i've sort of like leaned in more to the hey don't be in a rush just be patient and when you get an idea develop yeah and i just want to say if your creativity is suffering rushing then that that's a good answer to me if if you're you know if you're slowed down because of indecision or something like that or something negative you know i'd say push past it if it's like no i feel most creative like this and that's my intuition bro i always say whatever your intuition is if you could fucking hear that that's the goal find a way to listen to it and follow that so keep going yeah man and that's yeah for the first time in maybe like i've had like spurts of clarity fortunately in my web3 journey and um that's what's gotten me to here so far but i've not like for a long time i wasn't consistently clear to the point where i could hear that intuition and that's abnormal for me because i'm i'm a, i'm a pisces dude so i'm always hearing that shit but for some reason, like I was like, gosh, Web3 is the future. But like I got so excited for like nine months, <laughs> like almost a year. I'd like my brain. Anytime I thought of Web3, it just got so like it was like overload. And um, it just like, I don't know. It was almost like I had ADHD and I don't have ADHD or some shit, you know. Um, I just couldn't follow that voice. And now that it's almost like this bear has sort of like cleared things up for me a little bit. Cause I'm looking around and I'm like, dude, people are about to drop like flies. I mean, the space is going to get cleared out. I don't think we're at the bottom. I don't think inflation is done inflating. Like I think shit's about to get really, really bad for a lot of people. And I don't know like what this says about me, but it's, it's gotten me to a point where I'm just like calm and focused. And I'm like, dude, this is the perfect opportunity to build something that in the next bull run actually is meaningful, is actually relevant. Um, and so that's kind of like where I'm at with not just the music with, with Sage Saga, with, um, the project that I'm working on with my friend Musty with a couple other things that we have lined up. Um, yeah, man, I'm just like, I'm just to the point where I'm just like, Hey, let's, let's slow down. Let's look at this. Let's get the details organized. Let's get our systems in place. Um, now wait, quick question for you here. Are you going to keep Sage Saga separate from the music? Or are you going to, you think incorporate that somehow and also we didn't talk that much about sage saga so while you're up here this is probably a good point if you want to transition a little bit we're like uh, a little over halfway through so if you want to also tell us about um you know what is sage saga you know besides uh, a reptilian pfp so to speak um you know if you want to get into that 
Yeah, actually, and it's it's dope because shout out Flavor is our biggest Sage Saga holder, actually. So gotta love Flavor. Flavor, I think that Flavor was also my first like real Web three friend. I think he was my very first one, um, and I'm also a holder in his project. Um, so he's a fantastic guy. So I just want to shout out Flavor really quick, and Kim also is a holder in Sage Saga. So just showing love to my peeps down here. Um, so the idea with Sage Saga was like, you know, grew up on Pokemon. Um, an idea with Pokemon is that you go and you play through this game and then you get to the end of the game and then you get the opportunity to catch these one of a kind legendary Pokemon, right? Like you catch your Mewtwo, you catch your Moltres, Articuno, whatever it is. You get these super rare Pokemon, but then you link up your Game Boy colors to your homies Game Boy color and you know, it's just your Mewtwo versus their Mewtwo. So Mewtwo is really actually not rare because you buy the game and you have Mewtwo. It's just a matter of time and dedication to get that Mewtwo. However, the way that it's portrayed in the universe is that there's only one Mewtwo. Only one trainer could have that. So with that idea of scarcity, that's sort of like the foundation that Sage Saga is built on. It's like, how do you publicly confirm throughout the existence of a, a monster collecting project how many monsters there are? You know, and some of them, by the way, some of them, there might be, you know, 50,000 of them. Some of them, there might be, you know, uh, a thousand. Some of them, there might be truly one of a kind. It can't be, you know, reproducible um but nfts are the perfect way to enable that very real scarcity and from there we kind of um we kind of just you know we got the thread there and we were like let's keep pulling this and let's see where it goes and um so we did the genesis and the genesis is mostly about um sharing the ip rights with us so you know as we build up um so for example the the kaiju in my profile picture is uh his name is stygian so as we build that character up i as the owner would share well i'm also the creator but let's pretend that i'm not i would share the ip rights to stygian with the company um, which i think is like a really cool utility um, we have a, a couple other things that I'm not wanting to like talk about just yet, but um, that's the one that I have like been very open about. And um, I, I think it's really cool. So like if, you know, if we build this right and it does something, I mean, imagine sharing the IP, the only other person to share the IP rights with a Pokemon with the Pokemon company, that would be like really fucking cool. Um and and so yeah so wait anyways, so real quick so this going... is so this is a game so it's it's a game you're building it's a it's a brand so we have we're gonna do games um but like as we speak i'm looking at a bunch of cards on my table i i have the foundation for a card game right now like the the theory behind it um we have almost a full i guess you could call it a book it's not a novel but it is a book um we have a bunch of lore we have the makings for, we have storyboards for comics and 
Wait, so hold on. So I just want yeah. to make sure I'm linking everything correctly. So this this idea, because this is kind of what I'm picturing. I kind of started falling in love, and I, I may have maybe got in my own imagination for a second. But I'm picturing like I'm playing a Pokemon game, and it's almost like MMO, like RPG style, right? But then, like, I'm playing it on the blockchain, and literally there is one Mewtwo. Like, it's literally, like, like, like you said, bro, like, all the users are in the same interface world, and that world is the blockchain. So if somebody gets the Mewtwo, like, that's it. Like, you either have to, like, buy it from them or win it from them or, like, you know, there's some sort of thing where you could, I don't know, like, steal it, whatever it is, like, in-game or there's some sort of mechanism. Um, is that I, – I mean, if it's not my bad for going off in that direction, but is that, like, no, you're, is that a tie-in? Because I find right. that exciting. I found that super exciting. Yeah, so it's, like, my idea is basically, like, you know, playing the Game Boy Color, like, you know, back in those Pokemon Gold days, you know, it's, like – there's only one Lugia or whatever its name was, you know, but then right, your but homie has really it too. And it's like, one. right. So imagine and now maybe there's some legendary dropped... birds and I don't know, maybe there's a hundred of each of those, but even that's still really fucking rare. If you have like a million players, you know? Right. And so, okay. Yeah. So you got the idea. Okay. So that's the basis. And we said, yeah, that's that just I what love. we started that with. That sounds hot. So, so then we said, well, what, what else can we do? Because my philosophy as an NFT creator is like, I think my number one advantage, I think I'm a really creative person, but I think my number one advantage over nearly everybody else and every other founder is that I want my holders to make money before I do. Um, so everything that I do is like filtered through the lens of like, how can I make my holders do really well, and now it's wait, not just quick, about money. Quick it's about building Hold on, cool that's shit. a real quick. That's a very altruistic desire, but I just got to clarify: how are you going to do that? So, so to do that, you'd either have to, you know, not need money for some reason, which is unrealistic. But more, more realistic, I mean, you have money, or you have the money, uh, the amount of money that you need, and you don't need more money, or you know, you don't need an amount of money for X goal because you're going to be okay, right? Because otherwise, if money comes in and you need money, no one would blame you, but you, you'd have to take care of yourself first. If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. So to say I'm taking care of other people first, you can only do that if you're kind of already taken care of. So I guess that's the question is, um, you know, you, what, how are you already taken care of? You have a day job, you're an investor, or, you know, where are you on that end? No, I, so I, I was, uh, I started investing years ago, man. And um, I, I learned how to handle money very well. And um I'm not like loaded by any means, but I was able to learn certain principles of how to handle money early enough in my life to where um, I no longer have to like worry. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like in a position anymore and I don't think I'll ever be in a position in the future where I don't know where my next meal is coming from unless the government collapses or something, you know? Like and that's from what? That's from like, trading on New York Stock Exchange or crypto or what is that? Yeah, that, it was mostly stocks. Um, yeah, so I, I've read, like, if uh, if 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 you like want to know like the philosophies, I think that'll like that I sort of live by. It's like there's a game called or there's a there's a book called Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins, and you know it's a, like a it's like a 10 pound book dude but um 
I sort of use the principles in that book to sort of construct my finances in a way to where I, I do okay now. And um, I also have skills that like, if I ever need like, oh, like I need some money here or there, like, you know, I, I know how to code. So that's bro. Helpful. How do I <laughs> compare to what I used sleeping to do? on this fucking dragon egg over here, bro? How do I how do I learn more about this, bro? I mean, I'm I'm down for the NFTs. I'm down for the gaming, bro. But I'd like to fucking break out of the matrix like Dylan the coder. What? How do I sign up for that? Where is the Where's the monthly? What? How do I get into that, bro? How much of my money do I give you before you break me out of the matrix? How does this? Do Do we need Morpheus? Like, how does this work, bro? You You sound like you're living um my dream right now. How do I, How do I get there? <laughs> I don't know if it's a dream, um, but I was I was fortunate. So I was a landscaper for a very long time, and I also worked by myself. And that's also how I learned how to grow a business because um, it was technically I did technically have a boss, but by the time that he hired me, I, it was just me and him. And it turned that relationship within a few months turned into him just like <laughs> paying for the equipment basically. And I sort of scaled that business up. Um, so I learned how to build um, a business through that. And meanwhile, as I was like getting that practical knowledge, I was out there every day by myself. So I would put earphones in because there was nobody else around anyway. So I would just literally listen to audiobooks all day i'm talking like you know 10 hour days 12 hour days sometimes in the summer you know like you wake up when the sun comes up you stop working when it goes down you can't see and i just listen to audiobooks about everything about building businesses about how to handle money about how to invest money about how to do budgets about um, and it's not just that about science and technology and and philosophy and i just it was it was like a slower version of the matrix, dude. And I compare it to that a lot because I was like, I'm just downloading information into my brain. Um and and landscaping is like a um it's 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 sort of a mind numbing enough job to not like you can kind of do it on autopilot after you get good, you know, like you know, it's not hard to operate a, a mower. Like you could do that while you're also listening to a book. So that's sort of how I did it for myself. Um, and yeah, I just, I tried I've to heard a lot of doctors say that, that too, that after a while, if like heart surgery, it's like second nature and they do audible while they're doing it. So that kind of makes sense. Gosh, man. I, I, no, <laughs> I was about to say, I'm dude. About, no, I'm just talking with you. No, no, yours, yours makes more sense. I'm just, uh, I'm just fucking splicing a little jokes in here. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> No, I mean, no, that's pretty much it, man. It's, it's like, I don't know if I'm like broken out of the matrix yet, but I'm certainly. So basic, basically you took the money that you, um, that you earned from landscaping while you were landscaping, you were kind of able to tune out and kind of like think of other things, plan other things, you know, listen to podcasts, that, that kind of shit, um, use that to kind of learn how to trade. And then you use the, um, the money you made from like, your, you know, your kind of day job to get to a point in trading where you're pretty much, uh, a sufficient trader, if I'm hearing that correctly. Yeah, I'm not really like an active trader anymore or anything. Um, I've just, I have enough savings to where I'm not worried about money anymore. And and now that is to say also that I live very humbly, right? Like I don't, 
go out and get the latest, greatest, anything. And anytime I spend money, it's very thoughtfully. Um, also my life is pretty much like everything is on a budget. Um, but I like living that way and that works for me. And so, but that's why I say it's like, I'm, I got to that point where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm here and I could keep pushing and, um, you know, maybe one day I, you know, another five to 10 years, I would be like, you know, continuing these kinds of things, maybe, you know, I, I'd be in like a really, really, really good position, but, um, I'm in a good enough position now to where I feel like, well, why don't I just start doing what I want now? And then, then you really have to get deep with yourself and it's like, okay, well, what do you want? Because the opportunity's there. And it, it like, it just, like for me it just has boiled down to as cheesy as it sounds like i just want to like build cool shit and i want to make a lot of friends and i want to like win with my friends and i think you're what the world needs bro i think the world needs people that are not trying to you know get something out of somebody they genuinely want to produce something that they think people are going to like um, whether it's like, you know, altruism or just like a, you know, people say ego, like it's a bad thing. Like if you just want to impress people, bro, with something that they're going to like, there's nothing wrong with that. I I'm filled with that. I, I love impressing people with things that they're going to enjoy. I think it's a mutual win. So it's like, you know, is that ego? Yeah, sure. But it's, it's very positive in my opinion. So, you know, whatever the motivation is, bro. Yeah. I, you know, you need more people like that, more people who the end product is for the person, you know, to me, the bad ego is, yeah, I want to just build something that people are going to like enough to give me their money. And I don't care if it works long term. You know, I'm trying to get the money and I'm going to the Bahamas and, uh, you know, I'm going to start a trading platform for crypto there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gee, I wonder <laughs> that, that that sounds kind of familiar. No specific reference. <laughs> right. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead, man. I mean, yeah, I love it, bro. I, I support it. Yeah, no, and I, you know, I don't really look at it as like, I, I don't think I'm like an altruistic person. I'm definitely that, like, I'm definitely that, I, I'm a believer in that whole framework of like, yeah, if the plane's going down, put your mask on before you put your kid's mask on. Like, a firm believer in that. I don't think I'm altruistic. I think that I'm just like pro human as a species right like and i the only that's way not i altruistic see... bro bro if that's not altruism in today's uh, uh today's like times and ages i don't know what is bro most people i don't think are pro-human as a species i think most people are pro-human as an individual and and for the yeah. next maybe hour and that's even if they know what's best for them so if you're if you're pro the whole species uh, you, you got my vote once again brother <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i guess it is a little bit i try not to process it like that because like altruistic like sometimes sometimes like i, I think it's so many people are like false altruistic you know everybody wants oh, to talk yeah. that shit but then it's like dude i mean they'll like they'll be like yeah like we're you know we're all gonna make it and then they'll fucking take your money and leave and it's right. like so it's gotten to a point where like and it's not just in web3 it's everywhere everybody does this not not anybody here but you know what i'm saying like generally like a lot of people do that and it's gotten to a point where people like come out and like if they seem altruistic i'm instantly skeptical because i'm like it's like you asked me you're like dude you you want to eat last at the table but what happens when you get hungry and it's like that's a good question 
you know, like, and that's a question that should be asked. Like, and if anybody seems altruistic or like they want to put others force, like fucking grill them, like get like, let's pr- press them and see if that's the truth. Because... Oh, 100%. and that's why I asked you, I was like, you're like, you want to do things for other people. Like, you really only do things for other people. If you're, you know, full or satisfied or at least content yourself. So I, I agree a hundred percent, bro. I personally, I don't believe in selflessness. I think, I think there is, I think self, you know, may, maybe I'm just being semantic. I, you know, people have said that when I bring this up, but to me, selfless is death, bro. You are the self. So to be, you can't be selfless. You are the self is what you are. So to be without that, you would be without you. Um, you know, mm. I, I think you could do things that are mutually beneficial. I think the best you could get is do things that feel good for you and the stuff that feels good for you also feels good for the people around you. I think because, bro, who's mm. doing shit that makes them feel like someone's putting a fucking nail through their through their fucking hand or, th- or through their toes or something. Right. But but even though it's that excruciating, they know they're doing good for other people. So they're doing it anyway. I don't know. Maybe someone's doing that out there. But I honestly, I doubt it. And I'm skeptical of that. And I think, you know, I think when even the people who say I'm, you know, altruistic. Yeah. Well, does it feel good when you do good? And does does part of it, you know, motivate you because you feel good? OK, well, you're doing it because it feels good. So the best you yeah. can do is feel good doing good. But is that altruist? Is that selfless? No, because you're the you that feels good when you do good. But but I don't think that's a problem either. I just think you got to be honest and open about that. So, yeah, I'm always going to have to feel good in this fucking equation. And once I admit that, I'm actually a lot more accountable to the world because then you just have to see, well, does that guy still feel good? And if I look like I'm feeling good, well, then I'm still in a place to give. So I agree with you. Grill him. Grill the fuck out of him. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's funny because like i agree a thousand percent um and i've actually i've i've argued with people very similar to how you just phrased it like almost exactly what you said i've said to other people before is i don't i think being selfless is like a really bad idea i think that the closest that you can get to selflessness is understanding that um it, well, I mean, you can go back to like how the human species was sort of how how we became so dominant. And it, it, there's a lot that goes into this. Right. But I mean, really, like coming together and forming tribes and really like connecting and relying on each other is like these are the things that sort of made us what we are. And um, I think that it has trended trend trended i don't know it's been the trend for a while for maybe several generations even maybe that um we're sort of like busting that framework up even though we've got like larger tribes quote unquote than ever before but you know look we've got the united states but it's more divided than ever like you go talk to somebody at the grocery store chances are if you express your opinions to them, like just like we were talking about on Twitter, like if you express your opinions to that person, you might you are very likely to say something that's going to extremely piss them off. If you talk for a long time, um, you could. Absolutely, dude. And I know I could, but maybe that's just me. I have a lot of controversial opinions, but um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, I think that's a good thing, though. And and. Um, you know, and, and point being, I'm getting off topic, but point being is like, I think that 
to be selfless, the closest that you can get to that is looking around and being like, well, I have the best chance of succeeding if everybody around me also succeeds and I'm contributing to my success and to their success. You don't really have a good chance of long-term um, success at if you're just stomping on the people below you, right? And so that's why I right. think that Web3 is so interesting. Unless because... you do one really big rug pull and you get it done all at once and you get your bag for life in that rug pull, which people do, bro. I don't advocate for that. I'm just saying. it's it's. I've seen people do it to me. <laughs> Yeah. And there they went. There they went. And all Dude. they are successful still. I'm I'm not gonna take that side of it, but uh if you are you get, <laughs> you get one shot. <laughs> Dude, it, yeah. Well I've seen uh, you want me to tell you something funny is I know people who did that shit and then get this, they Get they em. didn't even bother to delete their their Twitter account. Their it's probably still up, dude. It was called the um I think it's called the Dapper Dolphins. You like know were, them in person? The, I didn't know them in person, but they were oh, the first oh, project that they were the I'm first like, NFT that I ever. Yeah, dude. I mean, don't get, dude. I'm pretty aggressive about that kind of shit. Like, if I knew them in person, but anyways, um, yeah, dude, it, it really pissed me off. Anyways, long yeah, story bro, short, they got their the... bag. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. They, they got their bag. Listen, because this is this is crazy. They got their bag, and then they they didn't even bother to delete all their socials. Then they started a Doodle Dolphins, which was a Doodles ripoff, but with dolphins. Unreal. And yeah, 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 yeah. And so bold. um people are and so they bold. yeah, it was it was they I forget exactly what it was, but a couple little things that they had tweeted, I was like, yo, this is them. I reached out to somebody else that was in the old community. I was like, I think this is them. You think this he's like, This is for sure them. Went in their Discord and I was like, Do you guys know the Dapper Dolphins booted? They got two bags for life. That's crazy. So they pulled it off the second time? And maybe a third. I don't know. Jesus Christ, bro. Fuck. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's the Wild West. Bro, and people can't even sell a genuine NFT project, bro. You got, like, bro, I I mean, I I never launched anything crazy. I have a couple, like, I have, like, a photo project out there. I have a couple, like, little art things going on. I don't have, like, a 10,000 project. But, bro, there's people who have way, you know, bigger, more notable projects than anything I've you know, been working on or some of the stuff I've even seen in the space. And bro, those people can't sell more than 10 editions. And you got these motherfucking rug artists, bro, selling out like 5,000, 3,000, 2,000. Like, what the fuck? I mean, some of them are Freemans, but it's like, bro, some of them aren't. And it's like, it's, it's just crazy, bro. How it's like more, it's like, you have to be, it's not even, you know, it's, are you good at social engineering and tricking people sometimes better than like, you know, is there utility and does it offer something that's decent? And is, is the art nice? Like, is the community cool? Like, nah, bro, that somehow, like, I don't know, bro. They just tapped into the algorithm and got people to fucking mint. I don't, God, dude, I don't even get that. I avoid that shit like the plague, bro. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah, me too, man. Angry. That's why I don't, I, I, I really, I don't have, like, if it compare me to any one of my peers in Web3, I probably have fewer NFTs than them, but it's because, I was fortunate enough for my first NFT to be a rug and it hurt like hell. And I was like, never again, ever. Yeah, and... bro. My first like a few were either rugs or just like not very great projects. So I get the feeling, but sorry, go on. No, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it, dude. And you know, I think uh, that's anytime I see like people that I know are legit, like I'm, 
instantly like and that's why dude for a long time i didn't like talk about what i was working on in web3 is because i encourage people to be fucking skeptical right it's just like you said like what i just said to you like somebody seems like like they want the best for others put them to the test like press them like same thing with like an nft project like the more that i believe in an nft project the more that i'm gonna be like what the like what do you got like show show me because i want to believe but my logical brain takes over and it's like i don't know yeah i, don't dude, know, I agree with you 100 if you can't if you can't get past like a a pressing phase for me then i'm just i'm just out you know like if you can't acknowledge certain yeah. you know grim reality so to speak like i mean this this is where the conversation always boils down to me and feel free to use this if you want um but, you know, when people, you know, say they're selfless and it goes back and forth a few volleys, usually, usually the, you know, the fucking game changer is you go, okay, you're selfless, you know, um, and you hit them with a trolley problem, basically, but with like a family member, you know, you, you heard of the trolley problem? Yeah, where you got to decide the, the full trainer, one person, right? Right. But the one person's like, you know, their kids. So it's like, you know, if you could save, you know, two or more people, you know, the train track, you know, and anyone who's listening who doesn't know the trolley problem, you know, a, a trolley or a train is coming on the tracks and you're standing there at the lever that could divert it to one track or the other. Now you could either let it kill one person. You can either pull the lever and it, and it goes and just kills one person, which is like your child, your mother, someone you care about, whatever. That's the hypothetical. Or you don't do anything. Um, and then there's the benefit of like, OK, well, I didn't do anything, you know, and then but then it kills, you know, seven people. And it's like, okay, if you're really, you know, altruistic, you should at least in the hypothetical be able to say, yeah, I would kill my child. I'm altruistic. I'm totally selfless. I believe in the greater value of um, the seven people over the one. And yeah, this is like, you know, kind of like a grim scenario. It's morbid. But for me, you have to push yourself to these logical limits because the world is grim. The world is morbid. The world's not going to stop and go, oh, this is an uncomfortable topic. Let's not let it into reality. Um, so I'll say, yeah, like, you know, I, I'm a good person and I want to say I'm selfless, but in the moment, bro, I would, I would probably like, you know, I'd probably save my child, dude. I would save my mother. Like, I don't, I don't know if I have that in me, bro. Like I would like to maybe say I do, or like, I don't even know if I want to be that person, bro. Like, like, cause then what type of person are you? It's like, dude, I love my family so much. You know what I mean, bro? And it's like, you know, hopefully no one hears that the wrong way and goes, this guy would kill a million people to save his mom. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe like, I, I don't want to, that sounds bad, but like, I love my mom, dude. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, I think unless you can kind of admit that it's like, yes. And, and, you know, and this is a hypothetical, right? The point's not that like, you know, I hope, you know, someone will pick, you know, the million people per se it's, it's, it's admitting, okay, well, I'm almost never going to be in that scenario, but let me at least my, philo uh, let, sorry, let me at least admit my philosophy is yes. And yes, I love my mother. And as long as there's not a train coming for her or you, then I want to help both of you guys. Like, but yeah, like it's yes. And it's yes. I love my mother. And then I also want to help other people. So it's like, yes, I'm selfish. Yes. I care about my family, you know, a child, you know, my, you know, I don't have any kids yet, but I would care about my child, my wife, you know? Um, but the difference to me is like where, where selfless really begins is not if you would like sacrifice your own kids for other people. It's, it's, do you even at least have the yes end? Because other people, it's like, well, no, that's where I stop seeing people as being human. If you're not in my immediate circle, I don't care if you live, die, you know, can get health care, fucking have a gun, whatever. I fuck you. You're not in my immediate circle. Um, you're dead to me. So I, I think that, yeah, I think that's the, the line. Mm. Agreed. Disagree. Yeah, I, I, would, I would probably kill a million people to save my cat, dude. 
I mean, for real. <laughs> no, um, I don't know, man. The trolley problem is an interesting one. This is this is where. This is There's where love. I say, and like, it's like not... it doesn't make you, does it's like does it make you a bad person? It's like no, it makes you a person who loves the things that are close to you. I get it. Yeah, Sorry, dude, I don't believe in good or bad people. I I I, I really right. don't. Like if I did, I would go Very crazy. Hard to right? Say in a so I don't. Way. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some people that have done some horrible some and unforgivable things. I don't things. know, Mao Zedong, you know, Mussolini. I'll, I'll say I'll say they were bad leaders. <laughs> There's definitely, yeah, there's definitely like some, some outliers in there. Right. But, um, yeah, for me, I don't, I don't know if I like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying on the point. Sorry. I keep cutting you off. I'm so sorry. Keep going. No. Hey dude, it's all good, man. I, I dude, you said, you said you want to do a podcast. I was like, I just want to talk to a V friend, dude. I I was just trying to (laughs) to hang out, bro. and get to know you a little bit. So it's all good. That's what I'm about. about that. Oh, yeah, good. me too, man. I love doing these like little just just get together with people. I mean, it's like, did you get to go to VCon? Uh, not this year, but I I got a V one in between last year and this year, so oh, uh, airdrop wow. incoming. Wow! Well, congratulations for one, because that's a Thank life you. goal of mine. And just um, a heads up, Janix just requested up, so uh, I let him come up here. But oh. keep going, and they'll just kind of work their way in, I guess. No, yeah, the, I was I was just gonna say like the 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 thing about VCon to me was like it was um, and by the way you remember I I was like dude I have like borderline social anxiety but like at VCon it was just that was all gone like you could just like talk to people and like hang and like a lot of people had like similar interests and even if they didn't like you found something to relate on and since then it's just been like dude I just I I love like hanging and talking particularly to if I'm in the a community with somebody like you know a, a, like one of my strong communities like death bats or v friends or something like that i'm like i love just like talking and getting to know people it's one of my favorite things to do to be honest with you same 100 percent. and honestly you know um that's kind of why i started the podcast is like you know i want to i want to be bigger than i am i want to do something different than just you know my day job i, I fix computers and you know, I kind of, I'm, I'm a techie kind of dude. I kind of love fixing computers. I like fixing things. You know, I like helping people, helping things like, you know, taking something that's break, broken, making it whole again, whether it's a person, a situation uh, or whatever. But, you know, but I also love talking about life, you know? I, so, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'll just make a podcast and I'll just call it talking about life and I'll talk about life and we'll see how far we get. And, you know, I don't know if I'll be the next Joe Rogan or what, but I'll definitely not get anywhere close if I don't even fucking uh, make one. So, Let's go. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Dude, hey, by the way, by the way, let me say this. You talk about fixing computers. I am like halfway. I don't want to say this for real because I'm really not like I fit it in when I have time. So maybe like once a week, I'm like studying up a little bit just to get my CompTIA. Uh, what is it? The A plus just like for just because I want it, man. Uh, really like get in there and learn how to like fix computers and shit and and. I don't know. That's so interesting to me. I know how to code. I want to learn how to do the hardware stuff too. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of guides, um, you know, online and that type of thing. And there's like a lot of self-service kind of uh, stuff. So, I mean, you know, I mean, the harder part or the more expensive part is having the parts, ordering the parts, doing enough practice. If you're not, you know, working at a shop or something where you're going to get, uh, you know, kind of hands-on familiar with it enough to, you know, know what you're doing and have confidence. Right. Um, Cause I would say, you know, I, everyone's different, but I, I kind of only learn what I do. 
um, you know, with yeah. my hands. Uh, and if I, you know, if, if, I've, if I've done the module a hundred times, bro, and the repair is zero, I'm probably breaking it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, even though, like, and that's not <laughs> me saying I'm bad at it. It's just, bro, you know, no, just being honest, bro, something happens during or or the third time you'll break it because you forgot something, you know what I mean, was different or there's some latch or there's some like little pin or like locking lever, bro. I mean, it, it, you know, there's microscopic shit, bro. Or, or, you know, you forgot to make sure you were grounded or something. It was a little bit of static. It shorts something out. So it's like, you know, you, you kind of, to me, you kind of got to get hands on, but, but before you get hands on, you still have no idea where to start if you don't do the module. So you, you still got to do all that shit. And then, you know, I would probably start with like older shit and kind of work your way up. Cause it's, so if you're like breaking things, you know, <laughs> it's not so painful. Or see if you can find like old computers on uh, Craigslist, people just giving them away. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, my, my family is kind of like Craigslist because they were like fucking hoarders, man. They kept everything. <laughs> like I'm talking laptops, which might not even be useful, but they have laptops from like when I was a kid still not, I guess it wouldn't be uh, when I was a kid, but they have like super old laptops, dude. Like I'm talking like these things are like bricks and uh, other, like they have, they have like a couple of towers and every now and then I'll go like, go into their like little they keep all the hoardy shit in one room and i'll just go in there and i'll steal something i'll come out and fucking break it and <laughs> go put it back in you know uh, put it back <laughs> so, yeah. unnoticed just, put it uh, back yeah it was like that the, hey the shit wasn't working anyway so i was gonna i mean break this so that you know well i'm not looking to do it for anybody else i just i think that that's so cool like i look at it shows what a nerd I am, dude. Because when I look at somebody fixing Fuck a computer, it. I'm like, "You're my hero." Like this, out, this bro. shit is crazy. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's I really fish. respect it. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. I've always liked that type of stuff. You know, video games, computers, electronics, NFTs, fucking Pokemon, bro, bro. The NFT space opened up, and I was like, "Hell fucking yeah, bro!" Like, get this shit, bro. This shit was like waiting for me my whole life. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, this is like a playground for adults. This is this is the fucking Peter Pan Club continued. This is everyone who decided they were never growing up after they played the first Pokemon game and we're back in right. it. We're back in this bitch now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and, and dude, it, it dude. I think that that's exactly what it is, man. And that's why I'm looking around and I'm like the lack of innovation is foreign. Because I think that there's only like it, like you got the coolest people to me. To me, you got the coolest people in the world still around for Web3 right now. Web3 community I, right now, coolest fucking people. You think I so? Think I lit. think so. I think a lot of people think so. And Janet's I think people think are so. just Janet, hungry for life. Feel free to life. unmute, chop in here. I see you emoting. You don't have to, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. But, you know, feel free to chop in here if you want. I don't want to say much. How's it going, guys? I was what up, what up? going to comment on a couple of things. I just, I just appreciate the conversation really can i'm relating to it tonight so yeah oh, well appreciate you yeah don't feel pressure to speak i just saw your request up so if you want to pop in you know yeah i don't want to i don't want to interrupt so you, you guys get a uh, whole thing going so definitely cool. i don't want to interrupt that well if you do want to you know you have a little comment you know don't interrupt uh to like chill or something but you know you want to add to the conversation feel free to interrupt respectfully uh and add Dude, inter- interrupt me as much as you want, man. It's probably you. You probably got better ideas than I do, even. I don't say that. <laughs> Gotta love yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I mean, so 
yeah, I think we got the coolest people in the world right now. I think that we all grew up sort of, you know, doing the same things and, and we all sort of like the same things and we all, you know, I mean, yeah, there's every now and then there's a debate and you pick a side, you know, are you royalties? Are you not royalties? And it's vicious. And, but all in all, like, I think the core web three people is like, we're all here and we're all building and we're all waiting on like some really cool shit. And I'm, I'm just so looking forward to all the innovation that's gonna right now. I think there's a lack of innovation, but I think next bull run, we're going to see some crazy innovation. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, you know, you're talking about your stage NFT project where, uh, you know, you're going to be able to basically pay a Pokemon type kind of game. And instead of like, they're just being, you know, like one Pokemon that's a Mewtwo in every game, there's one on the blockchain, bro. And it's literally the rarest fucking thing for like a million dollar Mewtwo or like whatever it is, like a hundred thousand, you know, $10,000 Mewtwo, like, like bro, like, Bro, imagine Pokemon did that. Imagine you, like, you know what I mean? Imagine, like, NFTs came out earlier and you had, like, the Charizard or you had, like, like there was, like, a game and, like, like there was, they put, like, Ash in there and you had, like, you you could beat him in a battle and win his Charizard. You had, like, Ash's Charizard from the fucking cartoon. Like, how much would that be worth, bro? A million? Like, you know what I mean? How much are the cards still worth? Like, dude, uh, right, I, right, I, right. I just see, like, like, people, like, we're at the beginning of blockchain, bro. None of this shit is, like, fully implemented yet, but you know, I think the people in it right now, uh, especially the people who have lost money and are still in it, um, which is like everyone that's still in it or not everyone, but a lot. Um, you know, you got to be seeing what I'm seeing. Like you got to be seeing the creative side of it. Like you got to be seeing what's not there yet, but what this is the groundwork for. I mean, I, I think that's what keeps you in. Right. Cause I don't, I don't think it's like, you know, waking up every day and looking up just at your PFP. Right. I think it's the community and you know, where you see yeah. this going in the long run. Yeah, it's it's definitely the community, dude. Waking up and 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 saying something nice and and you know either making somebody's day or somebody else making my day, um, or or starting their day off right at least, or somebody helping me start my day off right, and you know, or sometimes you know something will happen in real life and it's kind of a downer, but then you go into the Discord and like everybody's there and you know so kind and gracious and grateful for each other and um you know right now i think that the community is is a big thing and by the way i, I want to say this too because um i think you'll really dig this uh this is this is sort of like the 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 idea of sage saga like you like the foundation of it our, our next idea for it and i think that this is really cool just as like a monster collecting fan Wait, i grew up on more than just pokemon dude i was a digimon I was like the obscure yeah, ones, like Monster Rancher. Uh, I don't know Monster if you know Monster. You know Monster Rancher? Uh, yeah, Monster dude, nobody Hunter ever heard of Monster Monster what? Monster Hunter? I fucked with. Oh, I did. I played a Monster Hunter. I'm not, I don't, like, I'm not a huge fan of the franchise, but I remember playing one and I loved it. I used to also fuck with this shit called Fighting Foodons, where they would, like, summon fried rice to battle like a uh, like a vanilla smoothie and the food would like have like these pokemon battles but no one seems to remember that ever and it might just come from my Mandela effect dimension that i was born in or something but <laughs> I, I think it's out there somewhere dude i mean i'm dogs. probably about to look it up man I, i'm probably gonna look it up because i love anything monster collecting i'm i'm I'm, like I'm for monsters. pretty much it was like pokemon bro but the monsters were food i i, I yeah i gotta get back into that I looked it up once. It does exist. I was kidding. It's not from a fake dimension. 
<laughs> yeah, well, if it exists, dude, I'm about to. I don't know what it was on, but I'm gonna order it. I gotta find it too. Fighting Foodons, 2002 animation, one season. Says it's on Pluto TV. You can watch it now for free. Okay. Oh, Six out of it ten was a from show? the show. I thought it was Love it. No, no. Oh yeah, no. I, they might have had a game, but it, I think it was a show. It was a well, show first, but it was in that same shit, bro. It was like I would line up on the Saturday morning for the WB11, and it would be like Yu-Gi-Oh, and then like Pokemon, and then like Digimon, and oh. then the Fighting Foodons would come on. It was like they were like in the mix, and then Static Shock. <laughs> yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh was a big one for me too, man. I was obsessed with you. I mean, fully obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. Never really yeah, learned how to play the game myself. Like I, oh, I was mostly always just like the game, probably wrong, but. Yeah, that was that was me, dude. I was always playing it, and I I never read a rule book, so I guarantee you that I was playing that shit wrong. But, um, <laughs> I, dude, I, 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 Yu-Gi-Oh was big for me. Um, but let me let me pitch this idea to you and and let you let, let, give me some feedback on this. Um, yeah, yeah. So the idea, what I'm, what you know, I say I want the community to win as well as like. As much as I want myself to win, put it that way. Um, I think it's a cool idea. So we got the Genesis collection, which is more of like the IP and and stuff like that. Um, When we do our next collection, which is going to be a larger with like game activations and stuff, we'll implement a breeding system. And the idea is that we only we have like a limited supply, so let's just use a number that's familiar. Like, say we do ten thousand, but that's not enough for a game to be sustainable. So we just let the community control the flow of the kaiju, and we just take a, a very small royalty cut, and hope that we have enough people actually breeding and buying on secondary um, to do this. So I think that the cool thing about that is like, so like let's say there's like you know, a semi-rare kaiju that you really like. Like, if you go in and scoop up all of those kaiju, the community decides what gets bred, which means that if you don't, if, like, if you want to corner the market on, and I say this, we're not trying to rip off Pokemon, I'm just trying to make it relatable for people because they don't know our kaiju's names. So, like, if you went in and there was, like, 30 Charizards, or Charmander, I guess, um, and you bought all the Charmanders up, you could decide then to breed one Charmander a year and just keep the rest. And that one Charmander yeah. might be worth a fuck ton of money. Um, and I think that that kind of like that thinking Now you could also like overbreed, like maybe you got one that's in high demand and you breed the shit out of it, right? Like you just exhaust all available, you know, possible breeds and, and, and really push it out there. Um, I think that that's like for a monster collecting series on the blockchain. I think that that's a super interesting idea because you're putting the company in a position where it relies on community uh, contribution. So they win and the company takes a small cut and they also get to sort of build the world with you well is this a rare kaiju you decide yeah we're gonna have a few one of ones but most of them are gonna have at least two 
And now you decide how many there are as a group. And we sort of reap yeah, I a small like portion. Yeah, man. I think that's a really... I like when I the community that creates the world in some way, shape, or form. And I think everyone likes that, but it's hard to involve. But I think when you get it right, it's a win. Yeah, and that's... I think if people have been getting it wrong so far, <laughs> I mean, like, you got a few people that get it, like Gary and, you know, a couple other people. But I think that people have really gotten that kind of stuff wrong so far like the way that axie infinity handled breeding is like and by the way i'm an axie player i'm an axie supporter um but i do not like the way that they handled breeding and really just a monster collector in general um and they're like the biggest uh, they're, wait they're quick the question while NFT we're on the topic anything. do you do you know any uh play to earns you would recommend right now because i have not seen any of those really be uh, Even Axie is the biggest, and it's kind of uh, they had to like shut things down, I think, right, and then come out with Axie Origins. And I think they're like coming out with that or working on that. They they shut it down because they got hacked really bad. Like they lost. Gosh, I don't. The I forget how many they shut down, right? Dollars. But didn't they do? Didn't they pilot? Oh Axie yeah, they, they new or they, something they, they shut down the play to earn on the OG version. Um, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, so I guess the question is, is there anything that still is live or, you know, I'm, I'm assuming the answer is no, but I got to add. No, there's, there's, it. well, it depends. Are you, are you asking me, is there anything that you can like make real money on right now? Or are you asking me that if there's anything that's fun? Anything that's fun that I could make like, I don't know, bro, even a dollar, like, you know, if I play for a few hours, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to cash out, but like. Something that might one day, you know what I mean, like be profitable, but at least is fun now. So I can kind of feel like I got in. And if it's like, okay, this never goes anywhere and I only made my four bucks. Okay, cool. But at least it was fun as fuck. Yeah, it has to be fun. Fun is fun is like it is a non-negotiable. Profitable is like, okay, yeah, I kind of want that in there. But second priority. Um, I would say Gods Unchained is probably your best bet. Damn it, like bro, I'm already on this. <laughs> I love Gods Unchained. I like it, dude. It's what do so you funny. think of but it? But it's like the only... I, Dude, I honestly love it. It's just I also want like, um, you know, like a shooter or something like that. Um, but dude, I love Gods Unchained. Gods Unchained is a great fucking time. I have to get better at like building my deck because I kind of got to a point where I plateaued and I thought I was a badass and now people are fucking me up. So I got to like look at what they're doing with their decks that like I'm missing or whatever. But that, you know, but that, yeah, but dude, it's a lot of fun. It's like, right. It's got me strategizing and shit. It's, it's not very expensive right now. If you need to buy cards, you can, you know, there's, there's right. like, maybe one day it could blow up. It could be the next like Hearthstone or something. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Something that's like, okay, I, it has some earnings potential and it's got a great feel. Yeah, bro. I'm on to God's Unchained. Anyone who I've asked, I think, you know, has led me there. So I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, it, it's really it's really a lot of fun, and and that's a game too that I was playing before I was really earning. I just like the game. Um, really, I I, I want to shout out really quick too. Flavor just uh, shot me a message. He said, um, "Do you do you know anything uh, Gala games? You know anything about them?" Um, I don't know. Is that no Galaxy games? I think I know. What's Gala games? Galley games. So they do, um, they do Townstar, which is, uh, it's, it's like Farmville, but on the blockchain. 
Yeah, Farmville, all with all due respect, not my alley, so to speak. Um, but it sounds decent. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay, but the problem with that one is, gosh, they're, they're earning, they were, as much as I like that company, they really are a disaster, man. So here's the way that they set up their, by the way, I just tweeted about this the other day. If you're doing any kind of play to earn game, the first box that you need to check as a company is make sure whatever the fuck the player is earning has utility. So if they're earning a, you know, ERC-20 token on top of Ethereum, you know, Sage coin or fucking Town coin, you got to make sure that that shit has utility before you start giving it to people. Because if there's no utility, IRL you're cash utility out. Or you're saying at least in-game utility. At least in, like, you got to have some kind of, like, the coin has to be, I mean, if in the game is a start. Like, in that's game where we start. Like, that's... I think in game is non negotiable. I think IRL is harder yeah. to deliver on, but I think at least in the game, it's got to unlock another level or a player or fucking level you up or something. Well, Gods Armor. Unchained, I think, went about it in a good way. So they, you know, you, well, yeah, you they, get you the five get copies or whatever, and then you, it, it might be two, whatever it is, but then you use the Gods token and the flux to make it an NFT or to upgrade it or whatever. I think that's a great way to do yeah, it. Yeah, or you could or you could flat out buy cards with it, I think, if you have enough of the uh gods token. Yeah. I think you can buy cards with it. Um yeah, there's a there's a couple things that you can do with the gods token and um and I wouldn't necessarily say I'm bullish on gods token, but they definitely like so compared to Townstar, which Townstar by the way just cut off player earnings. And I was playing Townstar, and you know, it, compared to so you're doing Gods Unchained, you're doing the daily play to earn, right? Yeah, that or I okay, so or whatever. Right, so you make probably I don't know, I I haven't played it oh, in I don't a couple play of weeks, but I was, day, but yeah, I mean, I'm in and out. Yeah, so but I I was I was doing okay on there, like it wasn't like you know, it wasn't even like supplemental income, but it was like oh, like I'm earning a little Gods token on here, that's cool. Um, yeah, you make like a few bucks. I was earning, I was earning the equivalent of a penny a day. Uh, now, by the way, let me let me shout this out because Flavor, who shot me the message, was doing really good on Townstar back in the day. I started on Townstar late after the hype had left, and I was earning the equivalent of one penny a day and sometimes not even that for several hours of playing yeah that's lower and yeah and the way that they've got it set up is number one town coin has zero utility so the only thing you can do with it i think they eventually made it to where you could stake it a little bit but eh, it's kind of shaky to me and then they did like it's not based on any kind of leaderboard. Like, so God's Unchained, you like the higher you get, the more, uh, like the, you know, they got the multipliers. Like if you're in a higher rank, it's a little bit more of a multiplier on the daily play to earn. No leaderboards matter. And, and Townstar, it's if you buy one of their NFTs and then you plant it down in your farm, then you can earn a fixed amount on that NFT per day. Meaning, if you buy a shit ton of NFTs, then all you do is log in and complete your daily task and then shut the game off and you've earned all that you can earn. There's no incentive to get good at the game or anything like that. 
There's no incentive to keep the town coin, really. So you sell that out. And then on top of it all, they shut down player earnings because they were like, well, this isn't sustainable. Everybody's selling the fucking token. And it's like, I cannot believe <laughs> that you guys were smart enough to build this game and did not think that through. You didn't have one person with an economics degree on the team that could have been like, this is not going to go well. This is this is going to be bad. Yeah, I think about that sometimes, but not not all areas of intelligence transfer over. That has to be the answer, right? Like, I wonder the same thing because I'm like, some of these things seem obvious, but it's like, you know, maybe sometimes you're such a specialized genius or brilliant in one area and you just you just don't have anything for the other areas. Yeah, maybe they just didn't have an economics uh, mindset towards it. I agree, bro. You got to have some utility. Otherwise, it's obvious. But yeah, I don't know. You know, like. Maybe that's a lesson they'll learn, and maybe the next thing they'll, you know, they'll do will be better. It's hard to say. I agree, though. It seems like, uh, you know, I did not see it uh, coming kind of moment. I just yeah, wanted to well, mention, have you heard, um, have you heard of EVIO, or have you ever played that? It's like kind I of not. a shooter game you, you can, like, it. earn, like, you earn in-game currency that is... Like ten thousand of the in-game currency is equivalent to supposedly five dollars worth of Solana is the currency they have they've been going with, but like that could change. <laughs> and where do you get this? This is on Magic Eden, or yeah, you get so you would need uh, you do need um like you do need like a skin character. Actually, no, you technically don't right now. You can just log in. To the browser. Where do I log in? Do you, you want to you like pin it yeah, to the Yeah, ev.io. You just go to ev.io and you can start playing like right away. Oh, you don't have to connect like your wallet or anything? Is it, is it an NFT game or it's just like an online game? So yeah, it's it's an, a browser game, but you can um, you can have NFTs and Way to earn they can... Way first-person shooter on Solana. Interesting. Yeah, and they uh, the NFTs like increase the amount of uh, in-game token that you can earn and then that you can like translate it's like a direct five supposed to be five dollar whatever they have in the bank currently it's like the average is 17 dollars worth of solana so you get five dollars at 17 that's just the last it's what they're you're you're they're trying this? what's that yeah i play it all the time it's good what, what would you compare it to anything um i don't know <laughs> it's just like it's good enough for me like easy enough to log in and just like I can have enough fun. I have like a small clan on there and shit. I'm not shilling it or whatever. It's just it seemed fitting. For, thing, bro. Yeah. But yeah, but, but there, I mean, there's got to be something, no? Like, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, a th- there's no other game that it's it's sort of like it's like a Destiny, it's like a Halo, it's like a, oh, um, it's like a Call of Duty. Yeah, what was that game Overwatch. back in the day? Um, Fall Guys. <laughs> there was a game. Um, shit, I can't think of it. But it's just like a arcade shooter type sort of. Like you can like teleport you, around, you would go kinda, to like a bowling like... alley or something, and like you were too young to play, and your parents were playing, and you would like pick up the gun, and you would like you would like shoot like that. Yeah, kind of, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it's like fast paced <laughs> enough that it's like I don't know, it's good enough. I get like 169 frames a second, so that's like more than I get in other games because it's like so light to run, so. Like, oh, I can make use of my, like, monitor, even though my graphics card is shitty. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I just joined their Discord. I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to check that out. 
Yeah, but, I'll uh, check them out, dude. If they if they got, uh, I'm I'm really skeptical of anything Solana though. <laughs> I mean, I like I'm not I'm yeah. not shitting on Solana as a whole. It's just like I've been burned on Solana, dude. It's just, I, right, like, I'm right. super skeptical. Yeah, no, I, I feel mean, if that. it's fun, it's fun. But yeah, yeah, no, that's just what they went with. I mean, they got they minted their NFTs. They were. They were like a free to play, or they had nothing to do with NFTs for a year. They were just a game, and I started playing it before they announced anything about NFTs. Just in like discords, because it was like we could all group up. Like it was kind of ironic. We were I was in NFT discords and we were playing this game, and then a month, like two months later, they were like, "We're gonna like announce it. We're gonna do NFTs," and half the people were like, "Ah, shit." And I was like, nice. <laughs> and, you know, it's been okay. Like, I think the direction they've gone with it has worked. It makes enough sense. Like, but it's not, they're not yeah, like comics in the world or anything. But yeah. That actually made it yeah. sound more interesting to me. What? Like, I definitely would have been, I, I could definitely see like the existing player base being like, fuck this. But to me, that's like, dude, that's a bold move on their part. So they must have had some kind of grand plan. Yeah, yeah I'm they're right. the only. The do, do you remember decent. addicting games? They're that's like the, they're like an addicting somehow connected to that company, that website. Addictinggames.com. Yeah, I feel like I remember yep. that. Like vaguely, I thought that was like a dream I had once. Yeah, bro. Three, I used to, I don't know. I used to play like Kitten Cannon right on that website, <laughs> like when I was in high school, like a bunch. On the like, was like what forty bucks? What is it? Oh, it's, uh, oh, the NFTs. Oh yeah, they do have like lending too. So I have like a bunch of them, and I just like lend them out to people. But I can. They used to be able to lend them out at a hundred percent earn rate, and they like for some reason they maxed out they capped it so i can only give you 60 percent now i don't understand that completely but <laughs> what character do i want bro like like if i was gonna get one of these like i'm like half looking here like titus stronghold oh I yeah so there's like Anthem, common like... legendary uh or common rare something else and then legendary and there's like those are like each there's common but then there's tiers. factions there's primus there's heroes like what what's important yeah, what do that, i care about they haven't done anything with that yet anything. but that is a thing i don't know what that is yet they haven't done anything with that <laughs> all these floor ones are common so i'll probably just get a common one um but what about factions and stuff um, samurai samori oh not samurai samori oh this one's rare as far as i know the like yeah uh, the factions they haven't like gone into too much detail. Oh, this but... one's epic. Wait, what's yeah. the order? Epic, I guess. Oh, more. Epic I think it's um, I think it's common, rare, epic, legendary. Okay, there's some epics kind of near the floor here. Yeah, I mean, I think now is probably like anything Solana right now is probably like not even. <laughs> it's probably can I play so this bad. without buying one of these things? You said yes. What's that? Can I play this without buying one of these things? Is yeah, I think like? they just are, last week. They, like this, yeah, even the Discord, money. they just announced last week that they were going to go back to a thing where even without an NFT, you can earn, but it's just going to be a small amount. And then everybody with NFTs gets like an extra boost on top of it. Interesting. So you said next week that's coming out? 
No, probably now. I or maybe uh, not. They I think a week ago I read that. So I don't know. They're usually pretty quick. They they are trying all sorts of things to make it work. You said legendary is the high, highest tier? Yeah. Yeah, but I see this legendary here. Six Solanas. Or here's one five point nine. Yeah, bro. Like this is not that expensive to get a highest tier thing if you really yeah. like the game. Like five times right. fourteen I'm, or whatever, seventy five ish yeah. bucks. Although I think I have, I minted all the ones I have. I minted, and I think so. That was like between like point seven five and like maybe one point five at the most that I paid. But most on average, probably like I paid one Solana, and I have like a, I have like two legendary skins, a legendary sword, and. A legendary weapon. And sorry, I forgot if you said it. The legendary had uh, utility in the game or not? Well, it has. There, they have a higher earning. Uh, oh, higher earning. Yeah, so you earn more per kill. Oh, all right. So not to kill, uh, be yeah. abrupt, so I'm probably gonna be wrapping up this space. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean uh, to go this off the rails with it. No, bro, you're not even. I'm super. I'm super interested in whatever you just showed me. It looked very cool to me. Um, and it took my attention. So that's honestly 100% my fault. That's on me. And hopefully other people will like it. <laughs> and check it out. And not just be annoyed that I got fucking in this little hole here. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'll give it a few more minutes here. Or anything, you know, anything we kind of want to wrap up on or, you know, throw it back to Dylan. Um, you know, Dylan's the guest here, more or less. So, or not more or less. Dylan is 100% the guest here. But, um, you know, anything you want to kind of bring up, mic drop moments, anything, you know, want to go over here? Uh no, I mean I I just appreciate you having me on, man, and 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 taking the time to like get to know me and um yeah, I just I just really appreciate it, dude. You've been a great host and and it's just been a great talk, man. So I appreciate you a lot. Awesome, bro. Yeah, pleasure to hear it. Yeah, I would say honestly, you know, like I said, bro, I'm just getting this going to uh, you know kind of expand things you know so like we said before bro if you're in a decent spot you know you have to be in a decent spot to kind of expand you know i'm not a millionaire bro i I don't even own a house yet but you know i am renting uh the house that i live in now and i'm you know happy here you know you know bro who doesn't want more right but i wake up every day bro there's no rockets flying at my house there's there's no one coming for me bro like you know, my bills are getting paid, bro. The I could eat more or less what I want to eat, bro. Obviously, I wish I could eat some fucking five-star Wagyu and shit like every fucking meal, you know. But, bro, I'm I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, and, and there's people who would look at me and go, damn, I wish I was that guy and, you know, that type of thing. And there's people who I look up at. You know what I mean? No matter where you are, there, you know, you know, few people are on the very top or very bottom. And there's always a spectrum. Um so, bro, you know, whether people listen or not or whatever value people get out of this, hopefully I, I hope the listeners get value. Um, but, you know, I'm out here doing this to, you know, bring value to you, bring value to, you know, whoever does come on. Um, so I'm, it makes me very happy to hear that, you know, you enjoyed yourself on here because, you know, step one is to, you know, give something to the person next to you and then have, you know, that person give it to the person beside them kind of thing. Each one, each one. Um, and, you know, kind of change the world one by one grassroots. Um, you know, I, dude, I saw you, you know, you, you mentioned you want to come on. I looked over your profile, bro. I liked your music. I liked all the positive fucking quotes you posted. I liked that you said you were into coding, bro. You know, I, I did a little research and I said, yeah, let's fucking, let's find out the rest, you know, kind of live and on air. Uh, I like this dude's vibe. Uh, I don't think he's fucking around. Let's get him on the show. So thank you very much for coming on. Uh, you know, feel free to join future podcasts. Um, 
you know, we lost our co-host today. He, he, he had to go anyway, so it was not a big deal. It's his first time trying it. Um, he may be back in the future, but either way, um, you know, just happy to have the conversation. So, have, you know, feel free to keep connecting. You need anything, you want anything, join a space with me, whatever. Um, but, yeah, otherwise I think we'll close it out here unless you had any last words. I'm good, man. Much love. And, and to anybody listening, much love and, and, and sending all the positive vibes and positive energy I can to all y'all. Oh, yeah, Janik, you good? Any, any mic drops, uh, Janik? No mic drops. Um, have a good night, everybody. Good night. That's the mic drop. All right, so just uh, echoing Dylan here and also, uh, also a message from uh, our other friend in the space. Dylan, do you know Afakasi, by the way? Hmm. Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't recognize the name, but maybe if I saw it. All right. I'll send you a link later. But you know, you're literally echoing what he, how he always closes out. He inspired, bro. He honestly, I think, I think I could give him credit for either ninety percent or maybe a hundred percent being the person that kind of inspired me to get on this path where I started podcasting. He does this thing called the barber shop, bro, and I love it. But he always close, uh, closes it out, and he goes, uh, you know, the universe is abundant. The universe is full of love. You are made from. Uh, you know, the same cosmic material, you know, as your refrigerator, but also the sun and the moon and the stars, bro. It's all fucking connected and uh, it's all made of love and you are love. And that's what we got for you, bro. Uh, you are love and peace out. Thank you for coming to our podcast and uh, please come some more.